Welcome to It's All Fine and Dangy, where we talk about community, health, culture, and all of the big and little things that make life good. Here are your hosts, Dan and Angie. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 35 of It's All Fine and Dangy. Thank you so much for joining us. I want to say this morning, but that may not be morning for you. So welcome, and thank you for listening for either the first time, second time, or 35th time. Would be wonderful. No doubt. Or, <laughs> or 60th time, if you're listening to them over and over. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope so. We hope I'm you like the sound of our fan. voices that much. Uh, indeed. Anyway, so a little bit of this and that coming up. And what did I do last week? I did some wedding dress shopping. Yes, you did. And I wasn't allowed to see. No, and I don't really know what all those rules are about. I think it's a, it's a little surprise, you know, because I do like surprising people. Yeah. So you and I are nice. making our own rules this, for this too, which we, I think is great. We kind of are. Yeah. But I am very proud to say that I was very frugal in my wedding dress shopping. That's, I mean, that's you. Very frugal. Yep. So I had a specific look I was going for. Simple. Something I could wear again. Yeah. Right. What, why you buy a dress you can't wear again? It doesn't make sense to me. Anyway. $50. Pretty impressive. What? Very what? nice. And uh, I dropped it off at the dry cleaner. There was like a little spot on it. Yep. And I'm going to take it back if that spot doesn't come out. You better Very believe. Because nice. $50 is $50. I need that $50 back to <laughs> go find something else. <laughs> well, that's cool. I mean, as long as you ha- you like it and you're happy with it. And I, you know, for me, the suit, I guess I'm going to be getting, I'm still debating renting or buying. I don't know. I feel like I can go either way. You're not going to get a better deal than I did. And well, probably oh. not. Oh, probably not. But I guess I feel like I can go a little bit more fashion forward, as you would say, and yes. get something that maybe I'm not sure of, but I think would be really cool for an event. I can rent and do it that way. Yeah, that would be really cool for this event specifically. But I don't. You know, I feel like I would be more conservative if I was like, well, I want to wear it for work when, or I want to wear it for other events. Yeah, so Okay, I get you, I get you. So I think if I want to be a little more edgy, I might just rent something, but we'll okay. see. All right. That's I'll be secretive like me. you. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, so that's you ever fair. Se- you ever seen the scene in Dumb and Dumber with the top hats? Whatever you want to do, baby. Just remember <laughs> it is documented forever in photo oh, and video. So not doing that. <laughs> We should do that for Halloween one year, though. That would be a fun costume. Yeah, it really would. We just thought of another fun costume last night. Yes, we have to write that one down. We do. That's a really good costume. Oh, wait a minute. I'm cutting that out. I don't want anybody stealing that idea. Okay, well, you do have some editing to do that. Yes. I'm gonna, you can so, beep it. Put a beep over it. That's what I should it. do. <laughs> that's what I'll do. <laughs> for those of those who, those of those, those of you who've ever listened to our Halloween episodes, you'll know that you don't really get to hear any of the... Costume choices until... Until we're done. Until we're done. Yeah, that's part of the fun. I know, that's part of the surprises. So Thanksgiving is next week already. Yes, this is supposed to be our month of thanks as well. So That's we, right. Yeah. And lots of the next two months are all about giving thanks, I think. Uh, yeah, I do too. Yeah. I do too. Giving and giving thanks. You and I are wired that way, but I think, you know, I like that the, this month is kind of... Uh, advertised as being the month of giving things. But I think we do that through December and we're both much more comfortable giving people stuff than getting stuff. We are. We are givers instead of receivers. Yeah. So I mean, trust me, it does feel good to receive when you know somebody got you something because they knew you wanted it. Right. Yeah, that feels good. But we have a little bit of uncomfortableness yeah, with it. Like, exactly. Like, love it, and but I'd rather... Buy Me something too. for somebody else when I go to the store to spend money. Me too. And we'll or we're be making... very frugal if it is for myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like Christmas morning, I think, um, you know, as we're usually sitting in the circle and we're kind of going around, you go, no, you go. I get like <laughs> jazzed up when you guys are opening your presents. And when it's my turn, I just want to get it over with. <laughs> so. <laughs> so funny. Anyway, but so, um, speaking of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving traditions. Thanksgiving traditions, yeah. I, I was trying to think. Do do we have any Thanksgiving? Now, last year we did something really cool, and yeah. I was hoping we were going to do it again this me year. Me too, me too. And maybe we can try to make that our tradition when when we've got 
my daughter or we're, you know, yeah. we don't have other obligations with family. But I think um, that was cool. That was one that I, I, it's very sort of un, an untraditional yeah. tradition that was, it's not really a tradition, but we wanted to make it one. Yeah. So we went to Fun Spot down in Orlando. Yep. And just hung out and did the rides and stuff. A couple that, oh, thank God I didn't eat anything before I got on them. <laughs> And then we went to Fleming's for dinner. It was great. And we and they, looked like complete tourists when we walked in there. Yes, because we were like in sweatshirts and whatnot. Just, and there, that place was very busy. It really was. But and, what we didn't think of is there is a lot of tourists down here during that time of year. And they still want Thanksgiving sure. dinner. So they're going to places like... Yeah. Flemings or nicer places that are offering those courses. Right. And kind of scanning the room when we were in there. And it was cool. They were they were very, very cool with us. They <laughs> squeezed us in even though it was like reserved yeah. months out. We got a seat at a booth in the bar and uh you and I and Rachel and there was turkey and all the food it was yeah. really good. But um scanning the room, I got the impression that some of those people in there are empty nesters, because there was, you know, some middle aged couples. Yeah. And I thought well, that's kind of a cool idea in general. Yeah, I do look forward to the day when I'm like the grandpa at the event that eats and falls asleep on the couch. <laughs> you look forward to that, huh? I do. It seems like a very low stress, low yeah, intense. You don't have to really do anything. You just show up. Everybody that's else it. is cooking. <laughs> that is it. So um, speaking of Thanksgiving traditions, we'd love to hear what some of your Thanksgiving traditions are, whether they're sort of the traditional tradition that's weird to say traditional traditional uh, or if you do something that's you know maybe off or uncommon yeah. but um because you never know sometimes people like to pick up traditions yeah. from other people but all in all it's just interesting to me so if you want to let us know what some of your traditions are please give us a call or give us an email at uh you can call us at 407-519-0515 or you can email us at feedback at fine and dangy Dot com, but it'd be cool to hear yeah, some of those. Yeah, you know? it really would. It really and would. before I forget, because I did forget, when we went to North Carolina last month, a few weeks ago, yep. I finally got the videos done for that. Mm -hmm. So They're really good. Thank you. And I put the link, this is actually more to my personal YouTube account because the music subscription I have can only be used at one mm -hmm. YouTube channel. So I will put a link in the description of the show for the North Carolina videos. They turned out really fun. Um, and I think it's a pretty good overall. If you're thinking about going to North Carolina or that area to do something cool, it gives you a really good idea of what you can do out there. But I forgot to mention the Airbnb that we've stayed at twice now. And I told Lynn that I would mention it on the podcast because yeah. we left her uh, a card. But uh, the only way I really know how to do this, if you are if you punch in a search in Airbnb for Asheville, North Carolina, her Airbnb is listed as Cozy Private Entrance and Bath Central Location. Okay. And it's a cool little place. They've, they've remodeled their basement. Yeah. It's got a bathroom with a shower. A little hall. There's like an entryway, and she has everything you would ever want in an Airbnb. It's like staying in a hotel. There's like coffee and tea, and like a hot water machine, and for you know for drinks. Mm -hmm. There's a little cooler. There's even beer and sodas and stuff in the cooler. Yeah, um, fridge. Oh, I'm an sorry. Actual fridge. And a fridge. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. Sorry. Not, and not a microwave. Cool. Oh, and a microwave. Yeah. Yep. She's got little you know pamphlets set out for local things to do. Oh yeah. She gives great restaurant ideas. That's how we found some of our favorites. Copper like Crown. Copper Crown. Yeah. So. <laughs> I can't say enough good about it. You know, we've stayed in many Airbnbs, and this is probably one of our very favorite, uh, very, very nice family that, you know, owns the house, and they greet you when you get there, but then leave you alone, and yeah. it's just... Um, it's, and, I, and I love the idea, now that we've been there a few times, of renting of renting an Airbnb from a family who's using it as a source of income like yeah, that. Yeah, me too. Who have converted a part of their house to be able to have a source of income. Indeed. And bring people to that area because most people move to that they're kind of tourists right yeah. most aren't locals i don't think they move to that area because of the culture yeah and they a lot of people that move there want other people to experience that too yeah and, and you can feel that when you you're really in the community can. yeah, yeah. I, you, I could tell that too when we went on that uh, bus tour that comedy bus tour. oh yeah but anyway so thank you again lynn there's the plug for your uh airbnb <laughs> yeah. we love the place and we uh we really appreciate it Otherwise, for me, as we go through this and that, for me, it's been a lot of prep this week uh, for the travel that I'm Headed about out. to do. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's uh, 
we've been doing the same old thing otherwise. We got yeah. a, we got a lot of stuff coming up through the end of this month. Next month will be really, really busy. Yeah. And, and January is even busy now. Yeah. So Wait for podcast stuff anyway. Oh, I know. Yeah. And, and life. Yeah. <laughs> and life. And life, people. But that's it. That is that's it. it for this and that. So, guys, stay tuned. We have a really great community call out coming up. Our neck, our guest coming up is awesome, and we even made a video of it. We did make a so video of it. That yep. will be. Well, we'll talk about that in a little yeah. bit, though. And that'll be in the uh, in the link uh, in the show notes as well. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's a surprise. Oh, okay. Well, cool. So, hang tight, and we'll be right back. Hey guys, welcome back, and now it's time for our community call-out, and we are especially excited today because today's guest is absolutely perfect for Thanksgiving. Uh, as we're doing our month of thanks, we are focusing on uh, what we're thankful for, but we also want to focus on some of those traditions that we have throughout uh, Thanksgiving and the holidays. So today's guest is a blogger. She is a self-professed compulsive baker and a maker of kitchen messes. Lover of bacon and guacamole, which are two of my very favorite things ever. And this is all in addition to holding down a totally separate career. So we are thrilled to introduce Sheila the Kitchen Chandler. So welcome, <laughs> Sheila. Thank you. We are welcome. so excited to have you on. So before we dig into the kitchen, cooking, and the food stuff, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself, like where you grew up maybe, or your kids, your family life, day job, what you do for fun? Sure, sure. Besides cooking. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, I'm definitely uh, from all over the country. I was born in Boston, Massachusetts. I lived there for the first 10 years of my life. My mom had one of those corporate jobs, so we moved around quite a bit. Um, so I have one of those generic uh, all-American accents. Uh, so I've lived in St. Louis, Missouri. I've lived in Modesto, California. And uh, I really call Florida my home because I've lived here most of my life, right. um, more than any other place. I think we moved here in 1978. And besides a few stints in those other places, I've lived in Florida um, a good 30 some years. I don't want to date myself. I'm not. Are you like me? Do you call yourself a native Floridian? Cause that's I what I say. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I, I have children who are native Floridians, but I can't call myself a native Floridian, but I'm definitely a Florida girl through and through. So I love boating. Um, uh, my husband and I, do a lot of boating. Very um, nice. That's relatable. We love that. Yeah. Too. So, um, there, to me, there is no place else on earth that you can boat like you do in Florida. It's oh, just so many different places. Yeah. Yeah. Weather is kind of cooperative throughout most of the year. And I agree by the way, with your accent, because it is, it's one of those that's sort of elusive and maybe a yeah. mix of a bunch of things. You can't tell where I'm from. You can't really. <laughs> you can fool anybody. You can just <laughs> tell them wherever you want. Yeah. yeah. Um, but boating is definitely one of our passions together. My husband and I, of course, I love I love cooking. Cooking is definitely one of my passions. Um, I am an animal lover. I own two donkeys. My friend is currently making me a shirt that says "Mother of Donkeys" with a little Game of Thrones. Oh, thing. how oh, perfect is that? So yes, cute. because I am a Game of Thrones lover and a donkey lover. Us as well. Um, yes, and not the donkey so much, but I'm sure you could probably change our mind. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, we saw yes. them walking up. They're very yeah, cute. So. They are cute. I love them. My Lucy and Spotty Taco. I, his name. He came with the name. That Spot, is interesting. But I really named him spotty taco and, oh that's so so great that's so appropriate yes very easy to that's call like him. the uh that's like steve the chicken yes yes random name. steve the rooster oh, the steve rooster, rooster. That's yes right. yes who i got rid of um but i have uh, lots of animals around here on my uh air quotes farm and um i just i'm a i you know such a generic thing to say i'm a people person i can talk to just about anybody about just about anything. Well, that's, that's great. We need more people like that in the world. <laughs> we right? do. Isn't that not relatable, Angie? <laughs> yes. I, anybody, grocery yeah. store. <laughs> right. I have to talk to somebody. If you're holding about. still, I'll talk to you. That's right. Oh, <laughs> that's if you back away, I might walk towards you. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess translation, you're going to have to kick us out of here when uh, we're probably. done with this because yeah, we'll probably. talk all day. Yeah. 
Well, so that's great to know. And I have to mention this, but you were not only nominated in GE's Nationwide Great American Grandma Contest, Mm -hmm. but you were actually a finalist in that. Yes, I think I got down to the top five is what I've been told. I don't have any confirmation of that. Sure. So just for those of you that don't know, that was a nationwide contest that GE did looking for like the uh, Great American Grandma to do some of their marketing. And there was like a contest that they did. Sheila got down to the finalist. I just, that must have been very thrilling. I'd like to know what the experience, like how did that come to be? How'd you find out? So my neighbor that lives diagonally to me, Jenny, uh, Jenny and Brad, they have three kids and I have known Jenny for 20 plus years. Um, We actually used to work together long before we were neighbors. Coincidentally, we became neighbors. Um, When I told her I bought this house, she said, oh, I think that's near a piece of property that I own that we're going to build a house on someday. And it turned out that it was just right next door. And yeah, and she built her house uh, just a few years ago. And um, I do tend to feed people. It's it's my love language. Um, So if I care for you, you're going to get food. And so um, I do spend a lot of time, uh, you know, Jenny has just wonderful kids and uh, her daughter Kensley loves coming over and feeding the donkeys. I used to have a little pony that she would feed and um, I send them over food. Yeah. And so Jenny was the one who nominated me for the contest. And oh, so you didn't even know. I didn't even know about it. Oh, no. wow. And she tagged me in something on Facebook and said, hey, I, I nominated you for this contest. I guess she filled out some form and she's like, you have to make a video. And I'm like, I have to do what? <laughs> I have to make a what? Um, and I think it was right down to the wire. I happened to have my granddaughter over that day and she was taking a nap. I didn't even put her in the video, which I, to this day, kind of regret, but um, she's taking a nap and I thought, I better get on there and make this video. So I made, opportunity to do yeah, it. Yeah. I just made the video. I think I talked about a, a chocolate chip cookie recipe, which is one that is uh, very requested from people who care about me or, or like my cookies. I'm not sure which one. Um, <laughs> you have my undivided attention. Oh. It's a delicious brown. <laughs> butter salted chocolate chip pecan oh, cookie recipe. It's on the blog. I'm taking a note. <laughs> <laughs> it's from uh, probably from. Or you can look. You can find it under desserts on the blog. But that is a great cookie recipe. And so I talked about that recipe. I talked about some wedding cakes that I had made. I talked about having some fun in the kitchen. And I, I don't even, I really didn't even do that great of a job on the video. But um, I sent it into GE and I got a call. I was at work. And what's funny is I don't normally answer um, like unknown numbers yeah, on my cell sure. phone. I was at work and I was kind of sitting there and it was a number from Kentucky. And You're like, this is weird. It was weird. And <laughs> well, how much later was this just to set the I stage? Do you know? Say, I want to say three weeks later. Okay. So three some time four. had gone yeah, by. Yeah, right? three or four weeks you later. You probably kind of forgot about it I by that point. I had forgotten about it. And um, I really can't even tell you why I answered the call. Maybe because Kentucky is the birthplace of bourbon and I'm a big bourbon <laughs> lover. I don't know. I don't know. You're like, somebody is calling me yeah, with free bourbon. free bourbon. I don't know what's yeah, going on. I got to get this. <laughs> So I answered it and it was a gentleman from GE telling me that I had made, I think at the time, the top 25 and he needed another video from me. Wow. And he said, Hey, do you think you could put your granddaughter in the video? And I was like, Oh yeah, I could do that. Nice. (laughs) I'll wake her up from her nap this time. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so with the help of my son, uh, I had my granddaughter over and we made another video and, um, I sent that one in and I I got down to the, like I said, the top five and it was really exciting. And I I think what was neat about it is I had so many people, so many people that I love and um, friends and family saying such nice things on the video that I posted and on GE's website saying, you know, pick her, Um, you know, she cares about people, she's always making something. And it was just, even though I didn't win the contest, that was really a rewarding um, piece because I just, it made me feel as if I really have reached out to people and people do know that I care about them. They they take note of it. Right. Something that you, maybe people don't have the opportunity or think about telling you. Right. Otherwise. Or how often do you get to hear that about yourself, you know? And so that I think was my favorite part. Right. Um, I became, I, uh, I had, I got my 15 minutes of fame, you know, it was really (laughs) neat. I got interviewed by the, the local newspaper, the daily commercial. And, um, it was, 
was just, it was fun. I got to spend some fun time with my granddaughter because she really does love cooking with me. And you could tell. So yeah, yeah. You, you could tell. I've, we've seen the videos yeah, and your so Facebook cute. page and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, you can totally tell she we loves that. We have a good time together in the kitchen and she will say, you know, what do we, you know, it's either crafts or cooking. That's the things that we do together. And um, that was just, it was just really neat. So they chose uh, a woman uh, named Allie and she's 70 years old. She looks we about 20 we years that. younger. We watched it, remember? Yeah. Oh, so she's 70 years old? She is 70 she years old. She does wow. not look 70 she, years old. This woman hikes and bikes and travels wow. all That's over the, the world. Young, yes. Wow. And she's a powerhouse. So I think they did a, a phenomenal job choosing her. The only thing that makes me sad is I didn't get my double wall oven, <laughs> which I really Oh, wanted. double wall oven. So they were going to give <laughs> like, you new what's appliances. What's the backup prize? <laughs> I know. Can I, can I still place. have my double wall oven? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> but it, it was really fun. Yeah. And well, it, I think the thing that really, um, it pushed me to do the, it really pushed me into the genesis of the Kitchen Chandler, which was like, hey, that's this That's what was, I was going to ask. Were you doing it dur- at that time or- it was this kind of developed because of the experience you had. I really think they, they kind of came hand in hand because I've always been somebody who cooks in the kitchen, who posts pictures of what I cook, who mm-hmm. likes to help like, I don't like post little teach people. Yeah. yeah. And recipes. can I say too, you, we watched your videos. You're good in front of the camera doing this. And oh, you know, we, yes. for the listeners, we just recorded with uh, Sheila, a video that we'll post of us uh, actually making a meal. And it mm-hmm. was really, really good by the way, but, or uh, I guess we'd call it a meal. And, um, we th- ate it. It was a meal. It was a meal. It, <laughs> we ate it. <laughs> but you, but in just, it, well, you have like a, um, uh, it's sort of an easy, non-nervous kind of mellow vibe in front of the camera that we picked up on when we watched those clips. So I think that that plays well to what you're doing with the blog and stuff too. Yeah, I enjoy it. And I always, you know, I joke because my my day job is I'm a trainer, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I train people on, I'm a healthcare trainer, a health insurance trainer, I should say. Right. And so, you know, that pays my bills, but um, I... In the kitchen, I'm, I'm a, you know, a trainer there too. And, and you're so. like in your, it's your Zen, right? Yeah. Yep. That's I, what, so a lot of people don't understand. A lot of people get stressed in the kitchen. And I have those days where things aren't going right. Right. And Me you're too. burning something <laughs> and you're like, yeah. <laughs> right. But usually it's very just. Zen for when me. Yeah, that's yeah. your in thing. The that's me writing. Yeah, but yeah, it. I can relate. So yeah. who who taught you to cook? Um, so many people taught me to cook. I mean, I've always been interested in cooking. And like I said, my mom had a corporate job and she, you know, she was, you know, one of these women in the 70s and 80s who really had to prove herself. And so she worked a lot of hours. Yeah. And so we ate a lot of frozen food as kids. And so uh, my mom is a phenomenal cook. Um, my stepmom is a phenomenal cook. My grandmother, excellent cook. My mother-in-law, excellent cook. And so I learned a lot from these women. I learned a lot from the Food Network. I've learned a lot from cookbooks, uh, Julia Child's cookbook. I just have always been a sponge when it it comes to cooking. And so, I mean, it was a crowdsource, you know? And so there are many women in my life that taught me to cook. Uh, My mom has made, has always had really neat dinner parties, entertaining dinner parties. And I learned from her. I learned from my grandmother. Very cool. Yeah. That is cool. So- You've kind of maybe touched on this, but do you have any specific memories in the kitchen? And if so, share share one of your favorites or a couple of um, your favorites. I have a couple favorites. Um, my first favorite really has to be um, my dad. It's very simple. My dad is a, a crepe maker. My dad always had crepes on Those Sunday morning. Those are a morning. hard thing to make, too. My dad is a phenomenal <laughs> wow, so you, crepe maker. It wasn't just the women in your life, so mm-hmm. you had people all around. No, wow. and like I'll be going up to see my dad in a week or two, and um, I hope that, that I'll get crepes request? on Sunday morning. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, he is just a master at making crepes. So it's a very simple breakfast. He'll cut up bananas and fruit. My stepmom will, you know, make those things too. And we'll have some cream cheese or cottage cheese Mm -hmm. and fill up some crepes. That's uh, just one of the greatest memories. Um, My grandmother, you know, anything my grandmother make, her her linguine and clam sauce is a very Mm. simple recipe. Um, But one of my, I think, most recent favorite memories in the kitchen uh, was last Thanksgiving with my son. Uh, we made a, we concocted a- I like that word. Yeah. <laughs> a, yeah <you> a, <laughs> a sweet potato casserole. And uh, my son and I are both uh, whiskey drinkers. We both love a, a good whiskey. And um, 
you know, you we just, are from the South. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> Even though you think you're not, you are. <laughs> and you know, I just said to him, what, what do you think, you know, cause you put vanilla in sweet potato casserole and I said, why, why don't we try whiskey, Mark? And he, <laughs> he just kind of looked at me and his eyes got big and we're like, let's do it. And we kept adding whiskey to that casserole. Oh, it sounds like me and that rum cake. <laughs> Did you have to have a little sign of this and not suitable for children? But you know what? It turned out phenomenal. And, and that recipe is going on the blog this Thanksgiving. And I think it probably has about a half a cup of whiskey, but it made a delicious sweet potato casserole. Regretting well, it now, I, aren't I, you? I was, so what's funny is that was one of the thing, one of the options that Sheila gave us this morning for uh cooking and I I shied away a little bit because I don't generally like sweet potatoes or yams but now I really want to try that <laughs> I'll give you the <laughs> it recipe sounds amazing you know what I think once you put you're putting it up on the blog you said yes yes that's I'll going make up this that week. for the Thanksgiving dinner that we're yeah. doing with and when family. is that going up on the blog that's going up this week oh, yeah. okay. Very cool. so that's we will put a link in the show notes to yes. that recipe yeah how often are you able to post a new recipe or um, something that you know is an older yeah. recipe that maybe you haven't posted on the blog yet uh, this summer it was difficult for for me because summer is my busy season at work. So I, I wasn't able to as much as I like to. My goal is to try to get one a week up there. Okay. If I can get more than that, it's it's fantastic. But I try to do one a week. I think that's a great number. because I do too. You know, I was talking about my website, you know, how much I want to post on social media and stuff. And I feel like some, it's too much. Mm-hmm. Like right. I don't want to do too much where I'm like killing people with mm-hmm. too too much information, but I got to do something. <laughs> right. Well, I think in busy life too, you know, it's, I, I like the idea that, you know, some of the stuff on your blog is, um, you know, some of the stuff that you've listed there is the sort of easy recipe, mm-hmm. uh, family dinners, night kind of stuff that you can do quick. And I think in that same sort of vein, people can absorb more than one recipe a week a right. lot of the time anyway. Right. So, and you just, you put some helpful hints on there or little tidbits of information too, like the, how, how much um, turkey to buy. You just did that mm-hmm. post. If you're feeding this many people, this many people, because like a cheat know, sheet. Yeah. Right. It seems like everybody goes and buys the biggest turkey and there's so much turkey right. left over. You don't need that much. Really or worse, try. not enough. Yeah. yeah. Or not enough. Yeah. yeah. I really do try because, you know, I've been cooking a long time. I got married. I, I always joke. I rode my big, big wheel to my wedding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got married when I was 20. So I've been cooking a really long time and it's something that I've always enjoyed. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are afraid to cook because they just don't know what to do. And and that's the person I'm really trying to reach. That's your audience. I, yeah. I really want to help um, either somebody who's new to cooking, whether they're young or old. I don't care. Yeah. But I just want to help you not be afraid in the kitchen and just have a good time and don't be afraid of making messes. And you can, you know, you can try it. And if it doesn't turn out, dump it in the, I've dumped a lot of stuff in the garbage. Yeah. Trial and, and error. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's how you, that's, you know, making mistakes is how you learn. That's so. true. So, that was a good question, Angie, about the memory thing, because it's funny how meals kind of kind of connect to our memories for they some do. reason. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you'll eat a recipe oh, yeah. or a similar recipe and then remember your, you know, a time when you were younger it when you ate it. It could be the smell of it, though. That it too, be, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so many different, all of our senses are connected. Yeah. And with food, smell, something memory, about it, what it just triggers. Yeah. yeah. So do you, uh, Sheila, do you most often cook things that you've made before or are you sort of constantly experimenting for the blog? Well, I, th- I would have to say that that's a split because my husband, my, my husband, you know, has my husband and my kids, they have their favorites. And I really do. I've said this before. Um, for me, cooking is my love language. It is an act of love. And so if there's something that you love that I make, I want, I want to feed you. I want to yeah. feed you what you love. So, um, you know, like my husband has this soup recipe, as a matter of fact, it's on the blog and it kind of explains, um, the genesis of the name, the kitchen Chandler. And it's, um, you know, the captain's, uh, crab and corn chowder. And I make that a lot for him seasonally, especially when we've got Zellwood corn in season. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll make that for him. Um, I definitely want to make my kids' favorites. You know, I'll ask them at Thanksgiving or if we're just having a family dinner, what is it What is it that you want me to put on the table? Because I want them to have that. But then at the same time, I'm concocting new things for dinners. Because just like you said, people want quick dinners. And, you know, I recently yeah. saw a cute little meme that says, you know, who knew that being an adult was trying to figure out what to make for dinner for the rest of your yeah, life? Oh, that's such a good one. <laughs> you know, because so true. it really is. Yeah. And, and I, I think just- Especially even, if you like 
like variety in yeah, life. Just, I like variety, so it's got to be a little different and every it, night. And yeah. it's sometimes it's just asking you, like, hey, what is it that you made for dinner yeah. last night? Because that might be old hat to you, but something really That's new right. to me. And so just share with me, what's your dinner? What's your, you know, do, do you make a nice stew? Do you, you know, is it a chicken in a, an adobo sauce? What is it that you make that maybe I could make? And if I just share that on the blog... Yeah. You yeah. know, and so I do try to make a split of sort old of and mix. new. That's yeah. that's good to know. I mean, I, I see the value in those traditional meals that people like mm-hmm. and they've had throughout their life. Mm-hmm. And then, as you said, Angie, that variety, because we do get bored of the same thing. Right. So that's interesting. So what is, some, you mentioned that that chocolate chip cookie recipe, which I am going to look up <laughs> immediately, but what's some of the most popular content on your blog? Um, Dinners, definitely the dinners. Is it? Yeah. The quick dinners. The, there was a, a, a Hawaiian taco that I made um, that went over chicken thigh taco that went over really well. Um, but people want to know what to make to make for dinner. That's the stress. That's yeah. the stress that everyone's yeah. under trying to come up with something yeah. quick that's not frozen, that's not yeah. you know the same old thing again. Because most people are grabbing something real quick at home for breakfast, uh, you know, doing a smoothie or something, mm-hmm. lunch out usually. Yep. And then, but they do want to sit down. I think yeah. more people are wanting to sit down when right. they get home and enjoy a and meal I, with their family. Yeah, I get, I recently got requests for skillet, one pot, you know, or one dish skillet meals. Because it's all done, all yeah. in one. No yeah. sides. The pressure yeah. cookers are huge, yeah. crock pots, yeah. I'm working on a, a chicken and spinach in a cream sauce skillet, one pot type deal. So Love it. I'm working on that one right now too. So that's what people want. That's so that are you like sense. me where I will browse Pinterest and stuff and I'll I'll look for like recipe ideas, mm-hmm. but I don't always look what they put in it. I just look at the picture and go, oh, I'm, I can do something like mm-hmm. that. And then I'll kind of make put it my spin own. On it, yeah. right. But it just gives, it like just clicks some creativity in your brain right. and go, oh, like a one pot um, zucchini lasagna. Right. You know, and you put some tomato, roast some tomatoes, put those in there, you know, just kind of get a little creative with it. Yeah. And I think we kind of underestimate how much of a creative art cooking is. It really is. It's about layering those flavors. Right. You can get it wrong. Um, perfect example. I had made like a soup. In my bad, I had thrown raw garlic in after, you know, and then blended it up. And, you know, raw garlic is very potent yeah and Very spicy strong. yeah almost yeah just to like you know saute yeah, it a little bit mellow it down that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oopsie on my part but even somebody that cooks a lot can make mistakes like that and be like oh crap right. I constantly that one. yeah I constantly <laughs> make mistakes and so I really think that that's part of the development yeah um, knowing what to do next time and I really think that's how um and you know like oil painters they're going to paint a section of a painting and it doesn't look good to them and they're going to take their oil paint and paint right over it and that's a recipe yeah. Right. And that's how you're going to make something better next time. So And I like I like to share with people too when they're first starting to cook, just keep very simple ingredients. Yeah. It can taste great with just five simple five ingredients. Yes. Yeah. Keep it simple. People think it's got to be complex in order for you to, you know, be making well, I this mean, wonderful meal, but it doesn't. Yeah, especially if you're like me and you're kind of learning still. And so I think starting with the the like the skillet idea is great because it's all one thing less ingredients is good for me because it makes it less complex but back to what you said about creativity and people don't realize that's creative I can attest to that Sheila because even at our house and I don't want to sound like I'm a complete idiot when it comes to cooking because I do okay but I mean I can grill a really good steak <laughs> <as> I can <laughs> But I will say to Angie, she'll be coming home from work or I'll be coming home from work and I'll say, I got to stop at the grocery store because there's nothing at home to eat. And she's like, well, let me get home and look. And I'm kind of exaggerating, (laughs) but kind of not. She'll look in the pantry and take what I would consider side (laughs) spices and somehow magically there's a a full blown meal when I get home and I'm like, how did you even do this? And it's a good one. So there's definitely an art to it. I should have wrote down probably. Right, right. Yeah, that's I'm the trick. bad about that. So I love your your website, but the thing that stands out most to me for some reason is your logo. I absolutely love she it. She has talked about your logo ten it's times. It's beautiful. Did you did you 
draw that? Did somebody else draw that? It's gorgeous. I worked with the graphic artist on Etsy and oh, I'm wow. a big, I love Etsy because, um, it's just, I, I'm, it you know, pre- promotes creativity, well, creativity and small business. And I'm yes. all, I'm definitely about small business, whether it's some of these local farms mm-hmm. that are around me or it's, uh, you know, a, a young person in their home trying to start a little graphic arts business mm-hmm. or, um, you know, just, I, I just like that small business mentality, um, shop local or shop small. So I found this graphic artist on Etsy and I kind of worked with her and I said, you know, these are the things that are important to me. Um, I wanted these elements in it, a bee, because of course I'm a beekeeper and I like bees and I wanted that bee in there. Um, a sunflower, uh, uh, sunflowers kind of represent my daughter. Um, the, uh, whisk. That was right when you said that. (laughs) Is that that your daughter? Yeah, she's going. Oh, that's weird. I'm talking right (laughs) the minute you said that. There's some cosmic stuff going on right there. My daughter and I are definitely connected. Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) But, uh, the whisk and the wooden spoon, I Mm -hmm. wanted those in there. So just those things I wanted, you know, I wanted a little bit, I could have thrown a lot more in there. Um, but, uh, I wanted just some, some simple elements in there and she and I worked with it. And she, you know, it was really busy. And then she kind of, I said, okay, take some of this out. We just worked until it just fit. And um, yeah. it, it has yeah. a very, I think it's a very appropriate, having been here now and having sort of cooked with you this morning, it's yeah. a very appropriate vibe for this sort of country kitchen kind of yeah. thing that you have going on. So, yeah, it, I mean, it's a beautiful logo. It's just, I mean, yeah. it looks like a, it, it's a piece of art. Yeah. So check that out on the kitchen Chandler, <laughs> not yeah. the handler, not, not the chicken handler. <laughs> not, I want to say the kitchen handler. But man. Angie, Angie's been I calling you the, the kitchen handler because I've known you for a long time. And that the so. see, I mean, it's right there in front of my face, and I've just been calling it whatever. Well, it's it's uh, kind of a spinoff from uh, the last name Chandler. Chandler uh, is is. I guess, old English for a ship chandler. And the ship chandler was somebody who provided everything you needed for your boats. And so that goes right along with your lifestyle. Right. So I stole it. Yeah. I stole it. That is great. That's a great little backstory beyond just your name. Right. I stole it from my husband because he's, he's the ship chandler because he's my, my boat captain. I call him captain OCD um, (laughs) because he's got a touch of that. But, uh, so I, I stole it from him and I'm, I'm the kitchen chandler. I'll supply you with whatever you need in the kitchen. Oh, that's awesome. So we cooked this morning and um, on your website, you mentioned that you do love gardening. Yes. And we cooked with some things that you have from your garden. Yes. Micro garden. Yes. Micro farm, whatever we have here. (laughs) So tell us again, what were some of the things that we used from the garden? Um, This morning we used basil from my garden. I have, um, I repurposed, I bought this little uh, pond a little plastic pond, not, mm-hmm. not a kitty pond, but like, a, I think it's like a pond, a fountain that I had bought at a garage sale and I filled it with dirt. And initially I had, um, succulents in it, but then I turned it into a herb garden. Yeah. So right now I have cilantro, I have cinnamon basil, I have sweet basil, and I think I have some, uh, flat leaf parsley in there. So the we, things you use the most, yeah, probably, that's what I do. Yeah, yeah. Some cool weather. Cause cilantro really is a cool weather, um, herb and people try to grow it in the summer. It doesn't work. Yeah. It It just burns. Yeah. Yeah. It just bolts out. So I used the sweet basil from there and then we used eggs from the hens this morning. How many Um, hens do you have? I have eight. Okay. Eight laying hens, no roosters. No Steve. Like they said, Steve is gone. gone. Now, are they pretty much laying year round? Because I thought hens have like a a downtime. Right. They have a molt season and they did just go through it. So my backyard was filled with feathers for a little while. Yeah. Because they all molted. Oh, they don't don't lay eggs during the molting? No, because it takes, what they're doing is they basically blow out all their feathers and then they use all their energy to produce new feathers. And so, yeah. So what I'll do- eggs warm with without the feathers. Oh, good point. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So I'll I'll feed them a higher protein uh, grain during that, you know, molt so that they can just produce those feathers quicker. Okay. Now, do you let them wander at all to get um, the nice little bugs and well, stuff from your yard? So or? I used to do that, but because I'd like to have a little bit of a garden. Yeah. <laughs> those <laughs> they two, don't go together. Yeah, a little mutually exclusive. So they're in their um, they're in their little coop out there that my husband built for me, and we'll go see them. Um, oh, yeah, but I see I, it. Yeah, yeah, I'll throw them a bag of spinach like you asked me this morning. Yep. All the scraps that we cut up, uh, anything that's scrap that goes out to the chickens. Yeah, it's good farm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you 
you mentioned you keep bees. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little about a bit about that. Do you sell your honey? I do. do you and give I, it away. What yeah, do you do with it? I do and I don't. So I really am a what we call a hobby beekeeper. And I used to have my bees in my backyard, but a bear came two years in a row and just destroyed my hives. Oh, oh no! Yeah, and so we have bears out here in Eustace. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And uh, I don't have a bear fence, so I moved my bees off the property, and now I'm in a co-op with about ten other people, and oh, cool. we work together, and we take turns taking care of the hives and so I get a small share of honey um, just from the three hives that I have and so I sell a little bit of it at work to people I know it doesn't make me any money whatsoever. You're just doing it because it makes you happy. You're just, you're just right. being the honey yes. chandler. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we know I love bees, so I don't know if you saw our video. Of, we were at Sideways yes. Farm and Brewery up in North Carolina. That's so cool. And the bee guy came to check yeah. the hives oh. while we were there, and I was there, buddy. I was like, I want to get in there. Right. And he's like, put your hand right here and feel the heat. Like, you can feel the heat from, like, the energy they the, produce. They're the bees so are amazing. the coolest, you know. They're just, if you want to study even in like just in the corporate world uh the symbiotic nature of those that hive working together as one system and each has a job and there is an alien intelligence in the bee community that is it is freaky with the more you know about it how smart they are and how well they work together well they're mostly women so yeah well there you go That explains it. Yes. So I do that on the side. I mostly do it because my husband is a huge honey fan. The man will put honey on almost any food I make. That's so Angie. Including spaghetti. Um, Oh. (laughs) Oh, That's like Elf with the curl. I use it in a lot of dressings. Anything that has an acidic... I always want to balance it with a little of the honey. So if it's very acidic, I'm like, oh, that's a little honey right there. Oh, maybe a little more. Yeah. (laughs) But um, yeah, and that's in the crab and corn chowder recipe that I have too. So so we, you know, I definitely use it uh, daily in my tea. I drink tea every day. I put it in my tea. So I just use it for the benefits. Uh, I I do the beekeeping mostly because I, I like the access to the raw natural honey. Yeah, unfiltered. Yeah. Just- and I, I sell a little to the people that I work with, but definitely like I don't, cause people will say, I have a friend who would like to sell it in the store. I don't, I don't do that because I don't need that. I, yeah. I want enough for the people, you know, close to me to have some. Yeah. And so for a time, were you selling it Did when, when you had it here? Yeah. Yeah. And I was, and, and I would run out fairly, uh, fairly Very. quickly. So I just kind of, kind of keep it quiet. Now. I got you. Yeah. I remember the name. It was like Scumco or something like Scumpo. that? Scumpo. Scumpo J. Rutabaga. That was a nickname my dad gave me when I was a little girl. That's I, a name. Yeah, it <laughs> that is. That is a name. And so it was Scumpo J. Honey Company. And, um, People will ask me why. Why did he nickname you that? And I, I, I really don't know. I guess because I was the little spunky little thing. I don't know. <laughs> That's what <laughs> that was like that generation because yeah. they like my nickname was like uh, Homer and my cousin was McDougal. <laughs> I don't know, you know, they just you like to call why. you weird names yeah. back then. Scumpo J, but my family still will call me that, Scumpo J. Oh, that's funny. Very that's a nice little sort of uh, tribute as yeah. well, I guess. Um, so before we wrap up, Sheila, we like to promote charitable organizations, and we always want to give our guests the opportunity to kind of do the same thing. So are there any specific charities or organizations that you work with or that you'd like to mention here? I'd love to mention uh, Gary Gary Sinise's Snowball Foundation. Um, my both, you know, my whole family, I come from a long line of military folks. My husband was in the Marine Corps. My dad was in the Navy. Uh, my grandfather was in the Army. My great-grandparents, both my grandfathers were in the military. So uh, what Gary Sinise's foundation does is it um, helps family members of fallen soldiers um, kind oh, of wow. adjust to life after. And so yeah. um, my mom is very very much involved in that foundation and um, she does a lot of work um, to provide these children and their families with uh, blankets and um, my mom's a heavy quilter oh my gosh she she does beautiful work and so um, they have a um, uh, event coming up called Snowball Express is this in December in December oh yes it's coming up in December and um, they are just gonna it's happening at Disney this year and they're just gonna provide these people with just some fun where they can just forget about the things that have you know traumatized them them. and so and Gary Sinise himself just does incredible work for the military families yes wow I did not know this about him that is awesome. Oh, he's an incredible guy. Yeah. 
So I will put links in the show notes, of course, but how can people find you? So you can go to uh, www.thekitchenchandler.com. I also have a Facebook page face, uh, on Facebook, The Kitchen Chandler. Okay. We'll put links in the show notes, yeah. of course. I guess and then. on Instagram. All well, right. Sheila, thank you so much. This was so cool. We've been wanting to do this for a long time. Yeah. And uh, this we was really it. nice. And uh, we you. look forward to following your blog and seeing which recipes are coming next. And I'm going straight out I to get do. that cookie recipe. Oh, oh, you do? Nice. Very nice. <laughs> All right. That's All right. a wrap. That's a wrap. So guys, hang tight. And we will be right back after this break for the information station. Hi, this is Bill Files, the upcoming audiobook narrator of Daniel Fox's awesome thriller, In the Dark. And you're listening to It's All Fine and Danji. Hi guys, welcome back. It is time for our information station. What an awesome interview with Sheila. That was really fun. Thank her again. That was so fun. And afterwards, after we did the cooking, we did a little cooking show. Oh yeah. A little cooking video, which everybody will see. And um, after we did the interview, we walked around what she refers to as her micro farm because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were calling it a farm. It is a farm does, but she says it's her little micro farm. Um, but she has chickens out there that are great egg layers. Oh yeah. We got a bunch of eggs. We got 24 dozen eggs. 24 um, dozen. Yeah. Oh, and I got to get the honey out of your car because I think it fell out, but she gave us some honey from her beehive. Very nice. That 24 dozen th- eggs. We have like 2,400 eggs. No. <laughs> Two to 24, 24 eggs. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> All right. That wouldn't well, have been 2,400 No, anyway. actually, two 24 packs is what I meant. So 48 okay, eggs. But I'm going to boil some eggs and make gotcha. my basil lemon pesto to Very put on top. Nice. So I'm going to do some cooking this week. Very nice. I don't think it was 2,400 anyway. My math was wrong. But still, I was just picturing a lot of egg meals for the next two months. <laughs> well, you know, we can get creative, right? Yes. Um, and then she has... Um, two donkeys that are the sweetest things oh my gosh one's named lucy and the other one really liked you they call it spotty taco which is a hilarious name it is a hilarious name but that was funny because lucy is like super friendly with everybody and spotty taco i don't know if it was a rescue or what but he is a little more apprehensive about getting yeah. close to people. And I am apprehensive. I love animals, but I'm always apprehensive. <laughs> if they move weird, you're like. <laughs> if they're, yeah, if they're scared, then I don't, you know, I don't want to get hurt by a weird, yeah. I'm a wimp with that stuff. But it was weird because Spotty Taco came over where I was standing and stuck his head through the gate for me to pet him and he let me pet him. It was really cool. And yeah. she was like, he must have picked up a vibe from you. Yeah. So Yeah, he, it was it was fun. So anyway, yeah, it was really fun. a nice little piece of property out there. She grows some fresh veggies and herbs for herself because yep. she does a lot of cooking. She has a cooking blog and that's her passion, which is kind of like me. Right. I like to cook. I know. And you can tell you guys really synced up on that, which was great. And yeah, I like to fun. eat, so it was perfect. <laughs> so it works out well for you. Indeed. So I just wanted to talk a little bit, um, since we were in the kitchen and Sheila does a lot of cooking at home, um, I wanted to talk about cooking at home. And, you know, we're all on the go. And everybody that listens knows I'm a health and wellness coach. So I, you know, do cook at home a lot. But we're on the go a lot. And sometimes we have to grab stuff. And I never feel great after I grab stuff, by the way. So, <laughs> yeah, you're you're definitely more sensitive to yeah, it. Yeah, I'm more sensitive to it. So I like to eat at home whenever possible. Yeah. Um, but cooking at home offers a lot of benefits to you. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I'm not going to get into all the like sciencey stuff behind it, but one thing is just eating it, eating out. You never, the quality is, even if you think the quality is really great where you're eating out, right? they're trying to use the least expensive way to serve you food. Lots of vegetable oil in there. Lots of oils, unhealthy oils. And not that those oils, you don't need some of them oils, but they, too much of them is not good. Let's right. just put it that way. Sure. So cooking at home, number one, you're going to eat less calories. Even if you think you overeat, <laughs> you really are going to eat less calories because you can control 
the content of what's going into your food. Some very specific you know, ingredients. Yeah, and you I think can the, add things like olive oil instead of vegetable oh, yeah. oil, which is more of a health benefit. So sometimes when people think they're eating a few calories out because of the dish, they're yeah. actually not. That's yeah. the other trick. Yeah, it, it, it's a trick. It might look like a small portion, but what did they put in it? Right. Yeah. Um, those things should be saved for you know, special occasions, I feel. Right. Or every once in a while. But also, when you eat out, you're also not getting those core food groups. A lot of times you're not getting the fruits and the veggies that you need or the whole grains, right? So these are also things that at home, you're going to, most people are going to make more of a balanced meal, I believe, when you're cooking at home. It's, right. it's more well-rounded, right? Sure. And you can choose to put more of those veggies on your plate and, and cook them in a healthy way. Right. And, you know, in the steamer or roast them as opposed to, let's put some batter on it and fry it because right. that'll be hot when it comes to the table. You know, that's a great point because I don't really know that many people that have a fryer at home either. So, Not many people, no. Yeah. And there's this great alternative, and me and um, Sheila talked a little bit about it. And I do not have one, but I've used one at some of my clients' home, the right. air fryer. Sure. So it gives you this feeling of having something that's fried, but you got to use really great ingredients for it, you know? so And, and it's not technically, well, I guess, I guess technically. It's not, it's air fried, so it, it uses almost like a convection type um technique so it to makes make it crispy? crispy oh that's nice that that's sounds good. nice so we do need one of those very nice you you like the fried stuff sometimes so i like the i do like the crunch the, the crunch. crunch yeah well there's something about those textures you yeah, know what i mean we sure. we all want them i mean everybody likes a good french fry you know but how can we turn that into something that's actually beneficial for us cook it at home yeah cook it at home use an air fryer um and what what else is cool is when you're cooking in the kitchen, you become more familiar. Familiar, I don't know what that means. <laughs> familiar with even your local foods, like what's available at the grocery store. Maybe you'll try something new, right? right? And of course, we suggest that you shop at local little, you know, farmers markets and farmers things. markets, little mom and pop stores that you know carry local, fresh, maybe organic produce local meat stuff like that right. so that's a great way to um kind of introduce those things into the kitchen and it probably makes you yeah. smarter when you're grocery shopping at the big chains too then because you know what too. not to get well and like we talked about with sheila a lot of people don't know how to cook right or they're scared they don't know what to do and you don't want to spend all this money on these fancy ingredients and then wreck and it and then wreck it right but what I say is keep it simple in yeah. the kitchen. Things can taste great by just keeping it simple, yeah. right? Um, and this is really interesting, too. We, we looked this up. And cooking can actually increase your social life. Yeah. If you want to have an increased social life, I it, guess. It makes sense, though. <laughs> yeah, because when you... There's something about... I mean, let's face it. In every culture... Uh, events revolve around eating, don't they? Really? Yeah. I mean, that's what makes dieting so hard. Yeah. Beca because that that is a social event. Yeah. And um, but when you when you cook a good meal, you want others to enjoy it, right? Not just yourself. Sure. Um, so it can you know kind of expand your social circle by maybe you'll host a little dinner party. Maybe yeah. you'll host Thanksgiving one year and show everybody the new techniques that you have learned. Um, and I knew meal prep is a big thing this, this day and age because we are on the go, but getting, you know, learning to cook in the kitchen can help you to eat healthier during the week. If you do a little meal prep at home Indeed. and, you know, prep some of those lunches, even if it's like three a week, at yep. least you're having three homemade meals you take to work and then you eat out a couple other times. Fill the gaps. That's yeah. perfectly fine. But just don't eat out every meal, people, please. Yeah. That's please, cool. I beg of you. <laughs> so, cook, cook at home more. Yeah. And so, you know, that's a that's a nice tie-in with uh, Sheila because that's what she's all about. Yeah. You know. And you know, there's studies that have found that kids, when they, especially if they pick the food that they're and then they touch it when they cook it, they're more apt to eat it. So this is a great way to get veggies and healthy foods into kids' bellies. For your kids, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Let them let them help in the kitchen. Makes total sense. Um, but anyway, and then before we roll into sort of the wrap up of the show, I did want to mention that 
the Fox boy moved out yesterday. He, he did. All on great terms. It's great. He's 18, but he wanted to try a different city, which is really cool because I just didn't have the guts to do something like that yeah. when I was his age. I never even thought of it as an option, really. He has a great opportunity to be able, like, he's with family, which sure. is really, so we, I feel like that eases you a little bit because you know it's a safe environment. But he that. pursued this, you know. I know. He, he yeah. knew he had family in Seattle. He reached out, reached out, and he is moving into like a spare guest space, and you know they got all that worked out. But he's paying rent. He's going to get a job out there. He doesn't know. I think it was one person in Seattle that he has a friend that he's he known for friends. years. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know he's got a bunch of friends here, so he's leaving all that behind to go try something new, to go figure out what he wants to do with his life. He's got a ten day road trip adventure with a bunch of stops along the and way. Two friends that well. His his good friend, his best friend, yep. is traveling with him, yep. and then they're making some stops for yeah. people they've met online. Yeah, he, so he's got two friends, I think, traveling with. Oh, him. okay. One, and I think they that left. Oh, yeah, he was going to be three. That's right. okay. So, so he's got two friends traveling with him, and they are stopping along the way to meet another friend they know and doing their stops. And you know, he's got three or four different places he's stopping at along the way. It just sounds really fun. Really, it does. Cool. It sounds really fun. And I, you know, I am. I won't get all into just how. How sad I am that he's moving out because I just don't want to get into it, but I am, <laughs> you know, and, and so I wish him the best, you know, I hope he has a great time. I don't know what he's going to do after the end of the year and he doesn't either. He just wants to go try it. But so that's been a big thing on my mind over yeah. the past, you know, week you know, leading up to it. He came here and stayed with us and, um, you know, hung out with his sister and stuff. And yeah. it was hard for me to see them too, say goodbye. Yeah. But we'll make some trips up there. And on the positive side, I mean, it's all positive, but on yeah. the positive side for us, uh, besides the sort of knowing that he's out there doing his thing, uh-huh. we have started kind of cleaning up his room and packaging up some stuff that he wants us to store, getting rid of the stuff that he doesn't really care, like his old yeah. bed and it's yeah. a little worn. And we're going to convert that into our podcast studio. Yes, so, we are. So Exciting. that'll be nice. Yeah, yeah. And we'll have more room. We'll have a room. space for guests instead of our little area in our bedroom or the kitchen table the kitchen where table. we put people. So that'll so, be nice. We're gonna And we're going to deck it out with, yeah. you know, I'm going to put some cool lighting in there, maybe paint a couple things and it'll be, yeah. uh, when we do our Facebook Lives, it'll look really neat. Yeah, it'll look professional. Yeah, and then we've got some... Between the two of us, we've got some cool ideas about how to make like an expanding desk table kind of thing. So when guests come, they it's very it's much more studio like, and it'll be appropriate for videos if we want to do that when guests are here too. Yeah. So anyway, I did, did want to <clears throat> excuse me, everyone. I did want to mention the um, organization again that uh, Sheila told us about that she helps support the Gary Sinise thing. Yeah, Gary Sinise Foundation Right, and um. We were just asking how we can help with that. And she said, really, just mention it. Just get the word out there. Yep. So um, Gary Sinise Foundation is a program that does, has all sorts of programs in place for veterans, military, really first responders. Families that have been yeah. affected by the loss of, uh, of the, their loved of ones. Of their loved ones, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, there's too many programs that they offer to even list. I mean, you can go on the website and find out. I mean, they even do things like make smart homes for people that have, you know, maybe, you know, been injured. Um, Special vehicles that they make. I mean, the list goes goes on on and on. But she said that there was a um, event coming up in December that they're hosting at Disney. And that's the Gary Sinise Snowball Express event that they do. Yep. So pretty cool that they're involved with disney and that is that's very cool so anything that you can do to help that foundation just check out that website we'll have the link on our on our what is it show notes there we go show notes so just scroll down (laughs) the link will be below (laughs) and guys don't forget if you love listening to us please give us a rating and review a review can just be short and sweet they are great whatever you want to say doesn't have to be much at all or at least a rating right yeah indeed and if you really love us subscribe so you can get notifications of when we're having our show each and every week that's right every thursday yeah but those Mm -hmm. those ratings really do help us um and the reviews do too and as we've mentioned you could just put like the show yeah five stars yeah that's it you're done and we really just do this because 
We love doing it. Right. And it is helping us meet people in the community, finding these organizations to maybe just plug it so that, oh, I want to help that organization because it's all about giving back, right? Indeed. And as the at the time of this episode, we are not making any money from this. We, we haven't up until now. I say it that way only because, I don't know, maybe you're listening to this two years from now and it's become more of a full-time gig for us. The intent has never really been to make money. Um, now, having said that, if this could if, if it, this could sustain our life, sure. then I would that we can be more involved and do more even, yeah. um, and that would be really really that would be really great. cool. Yeah. But just for clarity, you know, we've had the opportunity to have some actual sponsors through our podcast hosts and other things, and we've we've sort of um, purposely declined it because we don't want to make money from this. That's not yeah. the intent. Um, as we wrap up, just want to remind you, you can always call us 407-519-0515. You want to be on the air, let us know. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the podcast, please let us know. Again, 407-519-0515. We are booked out through the middle or the end of January at this point. That's January 2020. But we are looking for guests. Um, we're interested in helping people with their um, personal businesses with yeah. their charities, uh, with charities they support. Just, you know, the uh, whole, we, we like having uh, experiences with people from all walks of life and helping to drive the success of everyone, really. Yeah. Um, you can email us at feedback at com for the same thing or any other reason. And always remember, at the end of the day, it's, it's all, all fine and dandy. Lieutenant Dan. I thought that's who that was. <laughs> I'm not very good with actor and actress's name. Sorry, Gary. If you're listening. <laughs> <laughs>